What's going on, everybody? It is officially Wild Card Weekend. Welcome to another edition of Waiver Wired. I'm your host, Jen Piacenti, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie, what is going on today? Jen, hello to you. I'm quite excited for our really good weekend, super weekend, right? Wildcard weekend, a super wildcard weekend of football here. Uh, I think, you know, maybe outside of two games, I think we're going to get a lot of good ones, a lot of classics this weekend. So I'm excited for a really fun week of football. I do too. Now, in today's episode, we're going to actually talk about postseason drafts. Yes. If you're a true fantasy addict like Eddie and I are, uh, you want to play fantasy all the time. And we're going to talk about different strategies and different kinds of drafts. And then we're actually going to draft our own team in the extra points league. And, And so there is a lot of pressure on this because we are the fantasy podcast. So we're supposed to be the experts here. Um, A lot of pressure on us. We'll go over the details of that. But one thing about fantasy postseason, I think we should make clear for anybody who's watching. By the way, if you are watching this live, you can join us with questions or comments. Please do. We want you to be a part of this. Jump over to YouTube, uh, write your comments in the chat, and we will get you in this chat here with us. But one of the most important things to remember about playoff contest fantasy contest is they are really a little bit more about the gambling part right Mm -hmm. i mean you are making bets on who you think is going to go further into the postseason when you make your picks and so you have to think about it from a slightly different angle and you do know the matchups only for the first round you can't look forward and say oh well in week three the matchup is really good for Devin Singletary so I'm gonna grab him now because he may not get to week three so obviously those things are obvious I suppose you also deal with certain players being on by and whether that's to your advantage or disadvantage because there are certain scenarios where it may not always work out for you. So lots to talk about before we get there. Just a couple of major, you know, NFL headlines. David Culley is out as the coach for the Houston Texans. Any thoughts there, Eddie? I, 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 it broke. We recorded on a street before with Chuck and Hench and that broke. It's, it's just like, to me, I feel bad for David. I mean, first of all, we all feel bad for any coach that gets fired, obviously, but you feel yeah. bad for him. That's like, he wasn't given an opportunity to really succeed there. Like, what did you expect of the Texans this year going into a situation that you like with the Sean Watson stuff and the roster as a whole, not that great. Uh, you know, obviously after they traded away uh, DeAndre Hopkins, like there's no stars left. There's like JJ Watts not there. Like the, what are you supposed to do? Like, do you think they're going to win the AFC South? I think they're going to be in the championship game. Like it's not going to happen. So you fire him and, 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 you know, he's going to collect his money now, but it's like, uh, I mean, I, I see reports saying like they weren't really invested in the coaching right. search last year. I don't know what that even means. Like, I don't, it's you, it's weird for a franchise to like wave the white flag and lay down. The weird part is like, they had a couple good performances. I mean, you know, Mills was like a guy that no one really expected much of. He had a couple good games. Uh, you know, they, they, they obviously a couple surprising wins. The Chargers come to mind. Like they could have had a close one versus the Titans, but it's like, I just don't understand that. Like if there's a candidate out there, they think is better. If it's a Brian Flores, maybe, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't get the point of hiring a guy just to fire him a year later as a stopgap coach. I mean, there's probably the first ever stopgap coach I could think of uh, in recent memory. 
I think that, yeah, that somehow they knew they couldn't get the guy they wanted and they knew they were probably going to be without Deshaun Watson. So they just, yeah, used David Hulley for a year. And he actually, as you pointed out, did a really good job considering he couldn't get any players. He didn't have Deshaun Watson. Um, He didn't have any stars, um, but, you know, they re-signed Rex Burkhead. Brandon Cook still gave us a great season, as you and I have talked about over and over again. There is some promise there. And now they actually get draft picks, right? They finally are in a position where they're going to get a first round draft pick this year. But I think they have something stupid, like, I don't know, 104 free agents or something this year. So this whole team could be different. Question, of course, that comes to mind that a lot of people are asking, like, is Deshaun Watson going to the Dolphins even a thing anymore now with Brian Flores? But as this is a fantasy podcast, we will save that because those things are all going to be really important. Um for next season and for preseason. And when we're talking about things in off season, there have been so many moves already with coaches and offensive coordinators changing. I think it's going to affect a lot about where players go next year. And, and one thing I want to caution people about in dynasty leagues, you don't have all the information right now. So don't think you're super clever because you're making a big deal right now. You might just kind of want to wait and uh, let some of the dust settle. It's it's a pretty big gamble to make some big major moves right now. Just wait. I get that you're bored. Instead, start a fantasy playoff league. Um, interesting things that came out about the playoffs. It looks like Tyreek Hill was downgraded in practice today, and so was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So do uh, consider that the Chiefs may be without those two major players. Also, Juju Smith. Smith Schuster has a chance to play this weekend. I don't know, Eddie. Do you think the Steelers can cover this 12 and a half? So uh, during the intro, when I said, I think all the games will be good except for two. I think, unfortunately, this is one of the two games that we could see a, a pretty bad blowout. I mean, we saw what the Chiefs did already uh, versus Steelers missing their top guys. Uh, and now they're back. Well, ho- knock on wood, hopefully they're back. I, I just, you know, I don't think Juju coming back is enough to uh, eradicate the, 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 the two touchdown almost spread there. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to try to say it could be a good game. Maybe the Steelers defense could keep him in it. Maybe Big Ben has a little bit left juice in the tank. He's like, look, I, I know I'm, I'm going to be out of the league soon. Uh, he'll, I don't I just don't I don't know if I can convince myself to him throwing like three or four. He needs to throw for at least three touchdowns to be close in this game. I just don't see the, uh, any chance that the, the Chiefs just scoring 20 points. It's going to be I I. I Took would take the Chiefs over. I think it's a 29 and a half team total. I like the Chiefs over. I could just see, I know, any read, even without Hilaire, I could see any read just like running screen passes. You know, we don't, he doesn't want to run the ball. So he'll just use like other running backs. So like just stay away from TJ Watt. I don't know. I think it could get, could get ugly there. Well, let me just put this out to you. Just, just let me give you this information and see if you feel the same way because. When I'm playing this weekend, I'm all, I'm thinking about our playoff contest. I'm also thinking about DFS contest. And I know this is disgusting, but let me just throw this out there. The Kansas City Chiefs have surrendered the most FanDuel points or DraftKings points, DFS points, because that's what we're looking at now, to opposing quarterbacks across the past four contests. Okay. Now I know we're talking about Big Ben. I want to put one more thing out there just as an idea in case you're throwing a dart in a contest. You remember last year in the postseason, Steelers were one and done, right? But in that game, Big Ben, 501 yards, four touchdowns. 
also four interceptions. But when you're talking about DFS, I can see this game script being, yeah, the Chiefs get a lot of points. And then we've seen the Steelers do this all year. Third quarter, fourth quarter, they just start throwing it and somehow it happens. I don't think they're going to win this game. But I wonder, you know, if no Tyreek Hill, no Clyde Edwards are there, and maybe they just don't need to push that hard, that you maybe they'll just at least get close enough chipping back away at the end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, part of it, even, I still feel like even if Kelsey and Hill, uh, Kelsey and Hilaire were out, I know Najee Harris too. I mean, they, they're saying they hope he's practicing tomorrow because of the elbow, but yeah. that would be a big one. If, if they don't have Najee, I'm not even, I'm, I, it's not even worth watching the game, yeah. I feel like. But yeah. maybe, I don't know why I'm so low in the Steelers, but I just feel like I could already have like the foresight of the It feels like the they backdoored their way in. I mean, the, yeah. And then if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs blow them out, the narrative lately has been like, pretty much like the Packers, like, you know, they're, they're going to be the team everyone's afraid of. Like obviously on FanDuel right now, they have the the best odds to win the Super Bowl. I feel like if the Chiefs blow them out, the Chiefs will be right there neck and neck with, uh, with the Packers for the best Super Bowl odds. So, I mean, I just don't see a different scenario. I, I, I don't, it would have to take like multiple turnovers. And I think Ben needs to play his absolute best game. Uh, and like I said, no turnovers, Ben three touchdowns. And then I, you know, if the Chiefs are missing some guys, and maybe if Watt gets to Mahomes, but I, like I told Dave before, like, you know, it's not TJ Watt is a great player, but Mahomes played in a division that had really good pass rushers like uh, Von Miller and like uh, in the days of Bosa and Ingram together with the Chargers. And, you know, even now with the Raiders, with uh, with Max Crosby, like he's used to these really good pass rushers coming at him. I just I don't buy it. All right. I feel you, but um, I, I'm going to do at least one nasty DFS lineup. I'm telling you, I'm doing it because you okay. got to be different in a GPP. You know, if he does throw for 500 yards and four touchdowns, even with four picks, that's still a lot of points because he's free. And then I can afford Cooper Cup. He will be throwing. I will say that. I think he, he will be throwing. throwing. Yeah. Cooper Cup, then I can get Cooper Cup in there. Let me ask you one quick question. Sure. Three point spread. That's it mm-hmm. between the Niners and the Cowboys. Which way are you going? So I picked the Cowboys uh, for our EP picks and on uh, on the few shows. I think this one could be close-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I think especially you know everyone's been talking about Diggs lately and like the amount of interceptions. Like, well, also he gives up a ton of yards, and I think Debo is a guy that could take advantage of that. If Jimmy G plays a really clean game, um, I think they'll be in it. Uh, you know, per se, but I think that the Cowboys just too talented and they'll uh, eventually, you know, at the end, they'll, they'll get ahead of the three point mark. So I think laying the three will be safe. Also an interesting thing in this game too, is the amount of pressure on Jimmy G because this is like almost playing for his new job. It's obviously that Trey Lance is going to be his team next year. So I think maybe the Jimmy G have it in him to be the Jimmy G we saw in that Super Bowl run where he's like, I know my job, my next contract's on the line here. Let me have a really good game. Even if he plays well and they lose, you know, there's so many teams out there now, Giants, Lions, Dolphins, that, you know, keep going that could need a quarterback. Um, Steelers, Texans throw out two more. So it's like one of those things where if he he may play great, but I just don't think the talent disparity, that 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 Cowboys offense is scary, and they, they take the ball away. So I wouldn't be shocked if you saw, you know, multiple turnovers in that game. So I've been doing the reverse jinx for the Cowboys and picking against them, um, you know, thinking they would win but not cover the spread, and it's been working really well. So I'm tempted to pick against them just so they win because they're my team. But you go back and you look, and the Cowboys were 76% win percentage against the spread. They were the best by far. If you had just sat every week and just taken the Cowboys against the spread, you could quit your day job. Like, that would be it. They were so good. And that's the thing that's kind of breaking the tie for me. I'm going to go ahead and trust them this time. Uh, So um, I think we have a question coming in on Twitch, though. 
Yep, we got one right here from uh, Buddha7. Who do you think is the best chance to go to Lambeau and beat Green Bay? And like I mentioned before, too, I think this is the question that everyone's been talking about. I think it's a great question. Uh, to throw my answer out quick, I mean, I, I guess it would have to be – I mean, Brady is probably the lame answer. I'll give a wild card one that, that I actually could see happening. And I, I said this before in uh, a few other shows that – I, no one's buying into them, but if we look at this season as a macro view, this team was very good for a very long stretch. And uh, and I equated it to the Georgia-Alabama game where people forgot Georgia was so good because they lost to Alabama in the SEC title game. I know the Cardinals have been struggling the past few weeks, and I only have a ton of injuries, but they're saying, you know, in a couple days' time, maybe Connor's ready to go, maybe J.J. Watt's ready to go. They said if they get to the NFC title game, DeAndre Hopkins can come back. And I just think a mobile quarterback like Kyler Murray is so hard to stop. They have the two-headed monster in the back. They still have all the good, you know, Kirk, Moore. They have Earth. They have other guys there, too. The defense played really well for a long stretch. I could see a scenario where if the Cardinals beat the Rams, had this little – bolt of energy going on they get these guys back they're a little bit healthier i mean no one likes to play a, a mobile quarterback and i can see Kyler just uh going on a a huge run here and and maybe could upset the packer that's like the, my one kind of hot take yeah i could see that too and i could see arizona upsetting the rams this week even though the rams are favored as well yeah. um i do think even that the that the cardinals cover the spread um, but I mean, how does it work with seeding? And let me think about it. Who even has a chance to face? I mean, really only, there's not a lot of people that can face the, the Packers. Yeah, it would, ha- I mean, I can pull up the seeds here. I, I just took it as a question of who in the NFC could top that they're going to they have home field. I mean, um, I think the Cowboys could too, to be honest, for sure. the same reason. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers spends a lot of time in the pocket a lot of time in the pocket and that's a lot of time that the Cowboys defense could get to him. And I think that they are (laughs) raring to go. I really think they are. Um, I also think that the offense could beat, I mean, the Green Bay secondary is not that great. Um, You know, Jair Alexander has been out. I think they can allow points. You know, it's really just all about match. All these teams are good and all these teams can be beat. They all do. And the one thing that sticks out to me though, is that Aaron Rodgers has not been able to get out of that NFC championship game. Like what is his last four in a row? He's lost. He hasn't been able to get there. He hasn't mm-hmm. like four in a row. I have to look it up what it is, but it's more about the green Bay side failing than the other time, other team beating them in my mind. And I kind of don't think it's green Bay in the super bowl, even though they are the best team. I did bet uh, on FanDuel when I was home a few weeks back on the Packers uh, to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I, I do like them. I think obviously the injuries, we haven't talked about it enough recently, uh, or, or, you know, just the media in general, but just the losses of Fournette and Godwin to the Bucs, who I thought would have been right there with the Bucs, but, but uh, that, that with uh, Packers. But, so I, I think those two injuries are just too much to make up, which is why I'm kind of uh, – Counting out the the Bucks there, I think the Bucks will absolutely annihilate the Eagles. But beyond that, I'm not really sure. I think the Cowboys are a fine answer, uh, and I said I'll, I'll stick with my hot take of the Cardinals if they could somehow make it to there. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Who's your AFC pick? I mean, I think it comes down to it's going to be Mahomes and the Chiefs, and maybe this this first Bills game versus the Patriots will tell me a lot. I think I will have a better view beyond that. If the Bills struggle versus Belichick, which is a team they pretty much outmatched, um, I, I 
you know, besides that, obviously that that weird game, like the the three pass attempts for the the Patriots, I think the Bills could play at the level of the Chiefs because of Josh Allen kind of reminds me of what Mahomes was doing a few years back where he was just improvising, making plays. He's running the ball a lot. He's really the only effective runner. And uh, as long as the defense holds strong, I think that they're a pretty solid opponent. Yeah, my pick is the Titans. They're they're getting them and the Packers. They're getting healthy at the right time, and it's like and, 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 and playing much better. So down it's, yeah. at the right time, um, and I just think that they are under the radar and they're not getting the respect they deserve as a team. And their coaching is excellent. So minus the Titans, that's my pick. I don't I don't think it's the Chiefs this year. I don't think it's their year. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. You know what? This is a great way to start. Let's let's start digging into our team, right? Sure. Because we have to share a team. So Eddie and I have to agree on these players. I'm sure there will be some compromise. So what we're putting together here is a playoff team for the Extra Points Network. And there are lots of ways playoff teams work. So there is the kind of playoff team where, which I did today on SiriusXM with Brad Evans on Fade the Noise. And we did an actual draft and we went around and we, we took 14 players, two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, et cetera, et cetera. You don't get to replace anybody once they're out, they're out. But there's no rules about who from what team or whatever. So I started my draft with Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. And then I followed up with, I think it was Mike Evans. And you kind of went down, I filled out all my things. And I did kind of place some bets on certain teams going a little bit further. Um, in that case, for instance, they asked me, you said you like the Titans. Why don't you have many any Titans really on your list? All I took was Titans defense. And I said, because though I love the Titans, I'm not sure based on where I was in the draft. I'm, I'm not sure I can trust Derrick Henry, right? Because he's still injured. Uh, I don't know if Dante Form is going to be splitting. Ryan Tannehill is not the kind of quarterback that puts up a lot of points. And I'm already missing the first week of points, right? So... If Josh Allen even makes it to the final, the AFC championship versus the Titans, I'm still getting the same amount of games that have Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill. And the quarterback that I think is going to give me more fantasy points is Josh Allen because of his mobility. I mean, Tannehill's mobile too, but it's just, you know, also the passing game, the whole thing. So there's a lot of strategy in that. Then there is another kind of playoff game, which is where, you can start any player, you, you put, put together your own team each week, but you can only play the player one time. And the strategy question in this one is, okay, do you want to save those players like your Cooper Cup for later so you have a lot of points down the stretch? Or do you need to play Cooper Cup right away on the chance he gets eliminated and then you missed out on Cooper Cup points? Right. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get that on points from either Arizona or LA, two teams that could get a lot of points. So there's a lot of things to think about there. In our league, yours and mine, Eddie, what we're doing right now is the easiest possible league you can do. Nice. It was invented by none other than Harry. Against all odds, Harry. This is yep. his idea. So we've implemented it, and this is how it works. We have 14 positions to fill out. You may only have one player from each playoff team. Once that player is out of the playoffs, you're taking zeros at that position. That's it. Mm -hmm. So we have to think about who we think is the most important player 
for each position from each team and how and weigh it on uh, are we okay if we lose those points early, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now I debated allowing people to take team quarterbacks and team kickers. I think we, I, I kept it with team kickers. So you just pick the team and the kicker. The team quarterbacks, I started out like, you know, so like, let's say Josh Allen does get injured. Whoever goes in after Josh Allen and after that and after that, you get to keep the quarterback. I decided now let's be mean. Let's make you take the actual quarterback. So we're going to pick actual quarterbacks, no team quarterbacks. And uh, we need to win this because there's a lot of pressure on us because we're the fantasy podcast. I, I have no doubt we're going to be, we're going to at least be in the mix at the end. I will say that. I think we're, we, we've shown that we're pretty good with our picks. Me and you were in the top. And I think obviously your fantasy resume speaks for itself and uh, mine wasn't too shabby. So we'll be, we'll be good. I do have a question, just a full, a philosophical question with you building this lineup and for people who haven't done this yet, mm-hmm. how much do you weigh? So you have a team uh, like, let's say the, the, the Raiders and Bengals is a good example. It's a close enough game to spread. Some people, you know, obviously a lot of people lately have been buying uh, on the uh, the Raiders, which is why I went from five and a half to four and a half. But uh, so there's a chance, let's say, that Joe Burrow's out in the first round. But we also right. know that Joe Burrow could have a monster, you know, 500 yard, five touchdown game. Right. One game from Joe Burrow could be worth three games of Clyde Edwards Alaire. Right. So do you, but do, when you put, say, Joe Burrow head to head against like an Aaron Rodgers, who is having a first week by. Um, so like, there's a chance that yes, Burrow could lose week one. There's also a chance that you miss Aaron Rodgers for week one, then he could lose in week two. So like, what is your, when you do this, what do you think about in terms of like the bye week versus the potential out in week one? We know we're going to get at least one game out of everybody. Got right. Know that. But Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could get more games out of Tom Brady. Yeah, right? sure. So that's where it kind of matters more to me. Now with like Joe Mixon, uh, he's just a far better running. There's not a great running back pool. Mm-hmm. So him, even maybe Najee Harris, like one great game from Najee Harris in this kind of a matchup could be enough to be better than, as I was mentioning, three Chiefs running backs. So all of that is weighed in. And at each position, I think we do have to talk about, okay, well, this guy's on by because we do have to take players from the teams that are on by this week. And we have to figure out where the best position is to put them. Right. Right. So another thing we need to think about is probably with each position, let's not have too many in the same conference because we're canceling ourselves out. It's like we have only AFC wide receivers. We have no chance. <laughs> so I get it. We want to balance between conferences. So, I mean, I was kind of just playing around and, um, one, you know, mistake I made, in my opinion, is as I was playing around, I feel like I had too many NFC wide receivers. But you want to the wide receiver NFC is so much more difficult than AFC, in my opinion. I think it's going to be way more interesting what happens with the NFC. But um, what we want to do is make sure we get the best player we can from each team. But sometimes, you know, we're, when we're talking about running backs, it's, well, let's just start with quarterback. Let's start there. Let's talk it out. Yeah, that works for me. Uh, and, and looking at your the the, the roster you put in for ours, uh, I I think those would be my picks. So I think right now we're we're, we're really? 
where yeah after because i i did hear hench and check talk about it before so i was kind of listening to them and a lot of the points they made made sense and i was doing my own research and it also kind of coincides with my pick before like uh the you know like i said one of the there's gonna be two bad games this weekend i think one the bucks and the eagles i think brady's gonna light them up i think it's gonna be a big fu to them it's gonna be a revenge game of sorts because of, of the loss in the super bowl to falls I, I know that they're missing Goblin and Fortnite, like I brought up before. I think Bray's going to go off. And I think Josh Allen, he's just been playing exceptional as of late. Uh, the His legs being a factor, I think, is huge. And the fact that you know that he – I feel pretty good about his chances to – he's playing week one, have a pretty good chance he's going to win the week, uh, the first round game and get to at least the second round. And obviously, St. Louis for Tom Brady too. So I love the fact that they're both quarterbacks are playing in the wild card round and I expect them both to win. And I, I, not only do they going to win, but I also feel like they're both going to have huge games. Okay, so that's kind of where I was too. So we're on the same thinking there. Now, of course, we can't stack in this league, right? So I can't go get Stefan Diggs now, and I can't get Mike Evans. Those guys are out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other thing I was always already thinking about too, is like, well, let's see who that eliminates. Is there a player that we think would be better? This is kind of what I came up with when I was playing around, but all of this is open. So I came up with Josh Allen, Tom Brady, as Eddie said, that is one AFC pick and one NFC pick. I don't necessarily think they're going all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, It could still easily be, say, the Titans and the Packers, who are the number one seed, but they could still end up playing, in my mind, the same amount of games. Exactly, yes. So that's kind of why I went that way. Quarterback being probably one of the biggest scoring positions, uh, maybe wide receiver as well. Okay. So great. So this is going well so far. Um, Then I started thinking about um, who are the most important players that I definitely want. Mm -hmm. And for me, I definitely wanted Devontae Adams from the Packers. Although Aaron Jones is also a really good choice. So who would you rather have? Well, I, I'm glad you brought this up because my other question for not only for myself, but for the listeners and the, and the viewers here who are doing this for the first time, uh, that's a great point. Devontae Adams versus Aaron Jones. So in this one, maybe the Packers not exactly a great scenario, but may, uh, a team like the Niners or somebody that uses multiple running backs, you could even go as far as the Cowboys with Tony Pollard here and there. Mm-hmm. Is there ever a scenario in this in the wild card uh, round or the playoffs, uh, rather, would you take maybe option B instead of the first option because of you think this guy will have a better game for, you know, whatever uh, reasons. And that could be even receiver too. Would you ever in a scenario take a wide receiver two overtaking the top guy that's not Cup or Adams or someone like that? The reason I would do, only reason I would do that in a league like this is to differentiate because I think everybody else is taking Devontae Adams. So (laughs) I take... Uh, Alan Lazard or Eric Jones or what I think everybody's doing is probably taking Derrick Henry. So one thing we could do is take AJ Brown, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think that would be a zig when everybody's zagging or a zag when everyone's zigging or whatever kind of ziggity zaggity thing you want to do. Um, But because we want it, we do want to be a little bit different. And I'm not sure if this lineup that I built, maybe everybody's building the same one. Do you know what Dave built? Uh, I, I, I heard their quarterback discussion, uh, and, and, and they like, and then Hench was like, well, I'm not going to build the team in front of uh, an opponent. And then they stopped. Uh So they're they're doing this off air, but I got a little bit out of them. And I think their thought process was similar, uh, to ours, but more so weighing about 
the teams that could win the game, have the most amount of playoff games versus those who may be out quicker. So I think that's what their main focus was. Um, it, it is, it's difficult too, because once you think about that, then you start thinking about, like you said, other teams having the same players. And then it's like, well, if you're picking option one, a, what about the number two option? You can, you know, if they're going to, if there's, if the team's game plan to stop a certain guy, like, you know, we keep thinking like, Oh, teams will game plan to stop Cooper cup. Like, well, they haven't yet. So you, I feel like you have to take a guy like Cooper cup or Devonte Adams, but there are some weird games like, like, you know, if you don't have faith in the Cardinals, but, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is out, but is, is anyone going to really pick someone like Christian Kirk? Like, maybe not, but I feel like Christian Kirk could be a guy that could have 10-plus catches because he's the number one option in theory. So it, it does make you think a lot. But uh, just going through the roster quick, um, I love the receiving options you have, and I would take Adams over Aaron Jones to answer your original question. Uh, and the running backs, though, were the one spot where especially two of the three that I was – a little shocked at, and I, I would love to hear your Let's explanation get- on Elijah Mitchell and, and Josh Jacobs. Okay, so that is basically because um, I mean, I would love to have Debo Samuel sure. instead, but if we have Debo Samuel, which wide receiver are we kicking out? Because what we could do is we could do Debo Samuel at wide receiver and then go Pollard or Zeke, which I'm totally open to. I think that would be great. And then, and then, we, and then we would bag when everyone's zigging. And then that would be okay if we lost Debo after a, a, a loss to the Cowboys. But see, that's what I was thinking. The reason I went yeah. this direction is I think the Cowboys are going to win. And so I'd sure. rather have more C.D. Lamb than more Tony Pollard, I think. However, mm-hmm. should the Cowboys lose, I mean, having Debo would be huge. Sure. I, I feel confident in taking a Cowboy. Because I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I would. I'd be so, weary taking the 49 Cowboy. Let's start. Let's go backwards. Since we're confident in the Cowboys, and I am apparently since I just drafted four Cowboys in this draft I did earlier. <laughs> Oops. Um, which Cowboy do we want? Because we only get one. So let's work backwards. Who's going to get us the most points? Because I love Zeke, and I think he's going to get a few touchdowns and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think he's going to be like the league winner. I think I think it could be Cedric Wilson, to be honest. Like, I, I am not – I would not be opposed to that if you were like, forget Lamb, let's go Cedric Wilson. That's also how we differentiate our lineup. I uh, handed the air before I even looked at the roster when I was doing the uh, Extra Points Arcade picks, which everyone go there and do, xpoints.com slash arcade, and they had props for this week, and one of them was about the um, – uh, receiver with the most yards in the game or or likely to score a touchdown. I had CeeDee Lamb as both of those. So I was pretty high on CeeDee Lamb this week. So I think we're in locks up there too. So we're in locks. So we'll keep CeeDee Lamb as the yeah. choice. Okay. So then um, what other wide receiver would we be willing to use uh, Debo Samuel instead of? Because we like Devontae Adams. Uh, we like CeeDee Lamb. What about Cooper Cup? Maybe we get rid of Cooper Cup and go um, – go with Sony Michelle instead of Eli Mitchell and then Debo Samuel instead of Cooper cup. We would be the only team without Cooper cup, I think, which would be interesting. Yeah, that would be tough. And I mean, I am, I actually did pick, I picked the Cardinals in the, to win the game. So that's the only thing I feel weird about the, I think cup is, should be picked and he'll love, he'll have a great game, but I do feel, I don't know. My Maybe confidence level with the, my confidence level with the Rams is not fully there. I just feel like they have not, they didn't I really agree. finish the I season. Think I wanted to. Yeah. I think, I, I think Matt Stafford could just throw picks all night. That's what I, that's <laughs> what I think they're not always on the same page. Like right. you can see it. They are not clear. Um, 
So, yeah. So then that was the thing. Like, I think Debo could, we're also saying Debo is going to be one and done too, though. Right. So if we're only going to get a one and done wide receiver, would we rather have Cooper Cup or Debo saying, well, it's actually a tough call. Because Debo's yeah, like, he's a running back and a wide, I mean, he's everything. He does yeah. everything for them. And unless the, they're turning the ball over, I mean, they give up a ton of yards uh, to receivers. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if Debo was a big game too. Uh, that is, that is a, a tough one. And then again, we're, 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 we have to, that has to be a slot for an NFC player. Just so those listening or following understand the, the, uh, the rules of it. Well, the, yeah. So we can only have, it doesn't have to be an NFC player, but what we're talking about is because you can only have one player from each team. Right. Um, if we put in, we've already decided we definitely want Adams and we definitely want lamb. Sure. So the other person we can sub is Deontay Johnson, but then we're getting too many. We're getting so many NFC wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, the other thing we could do is, um, you know, I put Derek Henry in for our. I love guys. that. Love that. You do. Okay. Yeah. Cause we could go AJ Brown there. I love I love Henry. I think Henry's going to come in fresh. We, we know he's going to be the, the guy he, they're going to go as far as he goes. So I think that's a great pick. Okay. Um, and we do have a, a question here from YouTube. We have any Bengals in our roster? Uh, and we do. Yeah. We have Joe Mixon as a running back, who I also love in that game, too. Uh, I did take the Raiders, but I wouldn't be shocked the Bengals won that game. And Mixon's been awesome all year. I think Mixon's also a no-brainer. I think he'll be on a lot of teams as well. Yeah, I do, too. But the the tricky thing there is some people might want to take Jamar Chase or T. Higgins. Because, again, you can only have one player from the Bengals. So, you know, I definitely don't want our team to look like everybody else. So if you think, you know, for instance, this flex spot for Pittsburgh, do you think Deontay Johnson is the right call there? And Or would you rather use a Philadelphia player or a New England player? Because I used Philadelphia and New England as our kicker in defense because I don't see them getting out of this round. I think that's that's 100% the way to go with the with yeah. kicker defense. And I think for the Steelers, I mean uh, – I, I Dante Johnson is going to be the the most targeted receiver. Maybe someone else will get a touchdown. Uh, and with Najee Harris banged up, I think that's also the way to go. So with my Ertz pick was simply that since DeAndre Hopkins has been out since Ertz has been there, he's basically been the number two guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting more targets than AJ Green, and. I feel like that's a good spot to use the tight end. But the other option is we could go like Dallas Goddard. We can't go Gronk, unfortunately, which I would love to do, but we already took Brady. Sure. And then the other good tight end options would be, I mean, Kittle, but then we already have, we have Elijah Mitchell. Which we could do. We could do Kittle, and then that would mean that we put in Chase Edmonds instead of Elijah Mitchell. Hmm. Can we do that? I wouldn't be against that completely. I, I feel like... If you're going to attack the Cowboys through the air, I feel like Kittle could have a relatively solid game. He wouldn't be. But then I'm trying to think he may be a popular pick. So do we want to differ? Because I think if you're going to compare our leagues. People are taking from Arizona. Who do you think the pick? I mean, it won't be James Conner because he's a game time decision. So I don't think people will do it. Maybe if some people buy into my Kyler hype, maybe as quarterback or just because of the rushing yards or, I mean, maybe Kirk. Uh Someone you don't think they're going to go Ertz? I think Ertz, but I think more. I think my prediction is more teams will have Kittle 
than Ertz if we're comparing it to uh, if they're going to pick a player. If, as, if teams are picking a player from one, like from the 49ers, I think Debo and Kittle are two guys, but then they're thinking I can get receivers that may stay in longer than Debo. So if they're going to lose one, they'll lose Kittle because I try to think well, what are the tight ends are really – I mean, we're thinking. Yeah. But if you think that Arizona might upset, then Ertz is a good call. Right. They have a tight end longer, mm-hmm. but – um, Juice is okay. writing in on uh, Twitch saying take uh, Dalton Schultz as tight end, but sorry, we're already using our Cowboys for uh, CD Lamb. Yeah, another question too. Yeah, Albert is the same thing. It's a great choice because he's the number two target sure. Uh, for sure. There he is. But we decided to go CD Lamb because we just have a feeling about CD. I like I, I liked him before I even looked at the roster. I, I had him player props to score and to have the most yards. So I, I could definitely see CD Lamb having a huge game. So I, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about him at the receiver spot. I think I'm good. I'm I'm good with Ertz tight end too. I I I'm may I'm drinking the uh, the Cardinals Kool Aid here, so I feel yeah. good. Okay, so so wow, did I already build our roster? I mean, because I, I was just trying to make sure it worked when I was making sure the software worked. And that's just kind of where my brain went with the puzzle. Here's an, here's one I'll throw. What about, man, this is what happens if we go. And we don't have to change. I want to see just your thoughts. If we By swap the way, any of you extra points, people that are listening to this. We may go offline, and this could all be a giant room. This is this is yeah, this is fake. This is a we fake actually team. have another team we're building too for the NFC, which involves like doubling points and tripling points, and uh, we're going we're going for a big time. We're going to bring back fantasy playoff matches. I feel like uh, Joel. Yeah, Joel just uh, Joel just joined, so Joel's trying to steal our, our things here. Our I'm going to throw one other one at you. Just just trying to think because I got thinking of a tight ends here, and uh, I could potentially see the upside and talk about. A great tight end coming back is what about Waller at tight end and then we take off Jacobs at running mm-hmm. back and then that would mean we have to either move I don't want to get rid of Kelsey and then we have to go with Arizona running back and then I'm trying to think of Pat Edmonds probably. I, don't, I don't know who would have the better uh Wait, so just, sorry, let me do it really quick so I'm going to drop Earths. I just wanted to see your thoughts on that switch I'm trying to think okay, of other potential. let me see and then we were gonna if we drop Earths, we were gonna put in Waller so that means we have to drop Jacobs. So let me take Jacobs out. So let's put Waller in. I'm so pleased that I set this league up so that it actually works. Yeah. Okay, Waller, which is a good call. Okay, so Waller's in. And now, now we... I, gonna, I feel like people are going to take Waller. That's the thing, too. Now Because I feel like we, we have a pretty different... I, I think a lot of people aren't going to have the same guys that we do. I feel like the Ertz, the Elijah Mitchell, the Jacobs are all out of left field in a good way. But maybe I'm... Anybody, if we do the Waller thing, mm-hmm. we can have anybody from the Cardinals because we have a flex spot available. Hmm. Who? So we can have Kirk. Right. We can gamble on Dandrew Hopkins and be crazy and hope he comes back in the future, but that's really risky. Sure, sure. This week we take a zero. Um, we can gamble on Connor. We can always change this at the last minute and change it to Edmonds. Well, I, I would feel I would love it if James Conner played because I just I feel like anytime they're they're inside the twenty yard line, I feel like he's going to get lot. a ton. Yeah, right. he's going to get a touchdown. That would be. I feel like uh, Joel's have to once Joel stops listening, then we could uh, then we could maybe do that. Because I I would like the James Conner pick. I think that might be it. But if James Conner doesn't play, I think Hurts do is a good now. Guy. Why don't we switch it for now, Waller Conner? Okay. And then we're going to go offline. 
Yeah. And once we get injury reports, et cetera, and we can, we can both change this team. So if sure. you hear anything about injury before I do or whatever, let's just, Oh yeah. Whoever gets it first and we'll talk offline about the rest of the team. Yeah. we're Cause now I'm getting texts from all the, our opponents here. We're giving secrets away. Not, not mm-hmm. good. We're look, we, we have the day. always talks about the curse is supposed to, I feel like we're supposed to win. We're waiver wire. We're the fantasy yeah, podcast. I'm going to ask for advice. I mean, like here, let's talk about this. What about Damian Harris? We don't have Damian Harris in a lineup here because we use new England and maybe he's going to have a big game. Who else do we not have Devin Singletary because we mm-hmm. took Josh Allen. That could be a mistake. Maybe we could take Devin Singletary as our running that Kyler Murray as our quarterback, if you believe he goes forward, see, like there's a whole lot of ways we can switch this up, but then that would give us two NFC quarterbacks. So now that's actually a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty confident in our quarterbacks that we have. I like those picks. I feel like, yeah. I feel like they're, they're two of, you're going to see, you're going to see Raj. I feel like some people are going to have Dak. I think really the only quarterbacks you could, you could hundred percent count out. And Jimmy G, and probably Carr, but I think everyone else. I think there's a shot of some, seeing somebody. But I, I, I like who we have. We have All another right. comment coming from Twitch. Uh, Juice saying we're hiring. Yeah, I mean, I can also see the Raiders winning the game. Yeah. Derek, Carr, Derek Carr having a good game in the air, and Waller back, and and Hunter Renfro, and all that. But yeah, it's not. It's not a bad point. I think Waller or Jacobs would probably be involved in a Raiders game. Sure. Um, though Waller has not been as. Dependable. I know. I know. No, I'm, I, you can second guess everything. I mean, I think. If, I do like the targets Earth gets. Sure. And if, Connor. if Connor's out, I think we, if Connor is out, I think we stick with Earths. And then if Connor's in, then we could reassess. Uh, so the rest of our EP guys can hear. I think we're going to offline this. So yeah. that people stop listening. Uh, to our strategy uh our other fantasy league just quickly um is that nfc and how it works is i'll read just kind of the rules each week during the contest fantasy points are multiplied by the number of consecutive weeks each player has been on your roster so if you pick um this is a bad example that they give here because he's on a buy, but this is what they said. So if you pick Aaron Rodgers to be one of your starting QBs in the first week of the playoffs and the Packers are a wild card team, you would earn his points from week one. So let's just make that deck. So you pick deck, sure. uh, you earn his points from each one. If they win, if the Cowboys win that game, you get his points in the second round times two. And if they win that game, you get his points in the third round times three. Okay. However, any NFL player that receives the first round by still gets the double in the second week. So there's no real strategy there. And like, Oh, Tom Brady's going to go further no matter what. Right. If Tom mm-hmm. Brady happens to lose the first week, you only get one week of Tom Brady and you're going to get double Aaron Rodgers points, no matter what the second week. So that switches it up. And in this league, you can replace players, but if you replace them, you go back to that single multiplier in whatever week it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You could get Dak times one times two, and then he's out. And then you can insert Aaron Rodgers, but times one, if that makes sense. When I hear that league, the first thing that comes to my mind would be like, wouldn't it be smart to take the two seeds and a lot of players in the two seeds? Because you're going to have two, you're going to have a week, uh, I keep saying week one, a wild card round game, but you're also home in that game. And you're also home in round two. And the, so you have two straight home games. So I feel like I would load up on those. Yeah. And I think a lot of the buy teams too, because you automatically get 
you're a free a free round. Yeah, you're a away. Round, so, exactly. Yeah, and they're they're going to have home games as well. So I think that I would load up on a lot of a lot of chalk in the in that, yeah. that league. I think it is chalk, and then you just hope that you make good replacements along the way. So mm-hmm. we can build that team offline, like yeah. together. But I just wanted to kind of throw that out there for people to be thinking about strategy because it changes. And as I mentioned, there are leagues where like you can it doesn't matter players, teams, whatever, but you can only start the player one time. So mm-hmm. if you can only start Cooper Cup in one round, or you can only start like I would definitely start Debo Samuel this week because I'm on sure that they can advance um and you know like your Steelers you want to start them this week if you feel like they're going to have a good game because you're probably unsure they can advance but there's plenty of players to go around so you don't even have to play players from teams you don't want to play if you don't want to play any Patriots you don't have to and that Mm -hmm. kind of format so that's fun too and there's a lot of other ways to play too. I have also a salary cap league where we have a budget and we have to build. And then once we lose a player, we can get other players, but there's been inflation. So you can't really afford them anymore. Uh, so there's all this budgeting. There is no reason to stop playing fantasy. You just have to remember that you have to kind of also be up on your gut feeling about how you would wager the games as well, because there's a lot more guesswork. You don't know what the schedule is going to be. Exactly. That's I totally agree. That's way different than the in, the regular season fantasy because you're not really as concerned with the the matchups uh, to an extent. This one, you're definitely thinking more about like, all right, well, where is the game being played and the the, the weather and it's like, yeah, of course, it's a lot lot more at stake. Definitely. So um, it's not just this, everybody out there. We have games at extrapoints.com/arcade. We will be making our picks for the playoffs. Harry absolutely obliterated all of us in the regular season. He came out way on top. I think it ended up being Harry and then Dave shortly thereafter. And then I believe it was you. Eddie. I think uh, you were. I, yeah, I was third. I think I gained. I, we haven't seen the new results yet, tallied yet, but I, I know I, I gained. I picked the, the Jaguars. So that, that helped me there. Really? But I think Harry also did. I'm not sure if Dave did. Um, but so I gained a game there. I think I had an okay week, but I think I'm going to end up in third. So yeah. And, and you had a great, you had a great, uh, a great regular season as well. So, I mean, pretty good season, but last week I only got like seven, right. Which wasn't the best. I, I had the last few weeks I've been picking against the Cowboys cause I've been so nervous about it. I've become more of a fan and I've yeah. been nervous and I'm kind of kicking myself for doing it as far as like winning money and all that. But I feel like I helped. I feel like I helped with my reverse jinx. So you're welcome, Cowboys fans. I guess I'm, I'm happy to take the hit, but I think I'm going to, I got to pick them this week. In fact, I'm going to go make my picks. You guys out there can make your picks too, because you can, can they still win a golden hat? Oh yeah. We're still, we can still win golden hats. There's uh, I think the January oh, edition prop culture, which I think, might have been the deadline pass, but you have the NFL pick and the wild card round. You have the NFL prop quiz for the wild card round. We added a new one, first touchdown frenzy. So that basically gets into fun. each specific game uh, and which player is going to score first for, for yeah. either side. And there's other really kind of stuff in there. It's really fun. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll send you the, the golden hat. We have the winners from last week, uh, the college, the national championship game, Kevin Neal, he got seven, right. Congrats to you. Kim Garbo got won the uh, NFL prop quiz at seven, right. And Justin Lance, 14 right with the NFL pick them for uh, week 18 there. So congrats to you guys. But yeah, wild card rounds. We'll be sending out more golden nets. Wild card round, guys. It, this is so much fun. Uh, I love playoff football. It, it's it's awesome. I hope you're all enjoying it and playing wherever you can. You know, player prop bets, 
Like I said, these playoff leagues are really easy to join. The one NFC that Eddie and I are doing, you don't have to get your friends together to do it. You just build your lineup. You just enter. I think it's a $40 fee. And there's lots of places out there. RT Sports, Fantasy Postseason, uh, My Fantasy League. I know they all run postseason. So if you want to get your friends together, you know, I I just grouped all these extra points, Yahoo's together. And I was like, you must play postseason fantasy because I'm tyrannical and mean. And they all agreed because they're all degenerates. So we're playing now. And hopefully, Eddie, we don't get embarrassed. But I, I think I think we have a good start. I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling really good. We talked yeah. it out. We'll talk more offline, maybe a little misdirection for those listening in. But I feel like we mm-hmm. uh, we have a good good path right now. I feel like we do. So um, I guess we'll check back in next um, week. I'm not sure if we're going to be broadcasting live on Wednesdays or Thursdays. We're discussing changing it to Thursdays so that we're closer to game time. So we have more information as far as the games and the props since it's uh, not waiver wire time, a little bit different. But we will be back next week for sure. And maybe even with a guest, we shall see. Or maybe we'll just be taunting one of our uh, fellow podcast network. That would sound pretty good. That's always fun. Anyway, uh, you guys, um, good luck with all your fantasy football playoff leagues this weekend, your player props and your bets against the spread money line. Don't forget to go put in your picks at extrapoints.com arcade. We'll catch you next week.